Uh, today is a special show. Uh, I'm bringing back Will Clemente on the show because he has an announcement that he made. I saw on Twitter, and he, he and I have become good friends. And uh, I got four kids, <laughs> Will, all right? And uh, what you're doing right now, he dropped out of college, um, at least for now, probably for good, right? Because he had an opportunity come along, and he wants to focus on the opportunity. And as a parent of four kids, I was like, devastated because i'm still in this like legacy fiat mindset of you need a college education and it's like bro you're probably going to make tens of millions of dollars in your career we, we clearly see the path you're on you know what i mean do you really need an education and so like today's show is to talk about will's decision it's probably going to be a short episode five 10 15 minutes and will i want you to just walk me through your thinking how it's going with your parents right now and what precipitated you to drop out of college when you tell everybody the opportunity you took on and and what what your decision was if you don't mind yeah, sure, man. Thanks for having me on, first of all. And uh, by the way, I, I hope you're feeling better. Thank you, man. Um, and by the way, this is the first time I've recorded, even though I've released recordings while I've been sick. Uh, to, I'm, I'm letting, literally in pain right now. It's all good, but uh, you know, much better. But I appreciate it because you've been texting me the whole time. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Uh, so yeah, like you know, uh, it was it was about a year ago. It was actually uh, mid August that I I got on Twitter and I you know. T- fell down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, started posting stuff. Um, you know, at, at first I was just interested in Bitcoin in terms of like its role in the financial system, wrote a couple articles, um, you know, Preston retweeted it. Preston kind of like put me on, if you will. After that kind of fell into the whole, uh, fell in love with all the data aspect of Bitcoin, um, started posting a bunch of that stuff. And then that kind of took off. And from there, it's, it's kind of all taken a life of its own and like, sometimes I have to kind of sit back and like, be like, holy cow, like this is, this is where it is at this point. And uh, it, it is, it is really surreal, man. Like it, it's literally been in, in like six months. I mean, I had, I had 5,000 followers in January and here we are in, in uh, you know, the beginning of 200. What, how much is it to what? Uh, it's like two fifteen, I think, or two sixteen. Unbelievable! Everybody talk to you, it jumps up like twenty thousand more or fifty thousand more. It's, it's insane. Dude. I don't, I don't understand how there's that many people. Like, where, like, I love it. I, I, I didn't know there was like a big. <laughs> bro, you have, that, you you're, you're going to be surpassing Pomp someday. Pomp, he's coming for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell him that he won't let me on the show anymore. <laughs> no, okay, it's uh, all good. It's yeah, all good. So, like, you know, over over the last uh, two months, I, I got a couple offers and you know more serious offers and. Um, I ended up really, uh, you know, finding a liking for for the people over at Blockware. Uh, really like what they're all about, and so I took a position there as uh, my my title is lead insights analyst. Sounds pretty fancy, right? Uh, but yeah, I'm basically doing everything I was doing and just you know watching the charts all day. Uh, and now we just launched uh, Blockware Intelligence, so putting out the newsletter that I already had been doing in combination with. Uh, we're now doing a, launching a podcast and then also like a, we're doing a YouTube videos over the newsletter. So like I just basically am, am doing like a walkthrough, um, you know, recording of, of the newsletter and all the content in there. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I've been working on. And um, well, the thing is, right. And this is why I brought you on when you had the offer, you sent me the offer to help you counsel you in any way I could advising. I'm sure Pomp did the same and others that you're friends with. Right. So and there was never in this offer that I saw as a contingency to take it that you had to leave school. Never. Right. And at the time I remember you saying, Jay, I don't really spend a lot of time doing this because you got so good at it. I could easily juggle this in school. Something made you say, I want to go all in on this. 
and just focus on this for Blockware as well as your own personal brand and building yourself up and everything and not go back to college. So what what was that from the time we last spoke before I went to the hospital a couple of weeks ago that you decided, fuck it, I'm all in. Like something something clicked, right? And by the way, you got to tell us how your parents felt about this. Yeah, so I guess we can start with my parents. Um yeah. They they're not they're not super stoked. Obviously, they they want me to get a degree <laughs> and like, you know, my my dad has MBA and He's like very big on me finishing that, and he thinks that's that's really important because you know he's been in part of corporate America like you know his whole life. He works at Lenovo, the the computer company. So, sure, yeah, like that, cool. that that's huge for him um, and and my mom as well. But you know, I what think, does he do there? By the way, what does he do at Lenovo? Uh, he's I don't know his title is like something director of global operations. Some I don't know. Some he's like a manager of some yeah, sort. Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, they were kind of upset. But, you know, I think like at some point you kind of have to think about, you know, you can't please everybody and you have to really make a decision for yourself. And like, I don't know, I think some big some big decisions you kind of have to make with your intuition. And like my intuition has been telling me to just go all in on this, um, especially after. And this is this is you're asking, like, what's the what was like the thing that made me kind of switch um, last week? We started school and it was just like even in just the week and a half, um, you know, it's just like, I'm doing this stuff. Um, you know, I'm not specifically like writing the, the newsletter all day, but you know, I'm researching, I'm on Twitter, I'm talking to people. Like yeah, it's not, pretty much all not day. Yeah, 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 for sure. Networking. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and so, you know, I'd be doing that. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you know, even in the just first week of school, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like this, this, it's just getting in the way. Right. Like I'm taking, I was thinking yeah, and the kids at school probably just want to hang out and drink beers or something. And you're like, dude, like, yeah, <laughs> you're not focused on what I'm focused on. Like you don't even no, connect on that. No, level yeah, for sure. Point. Like yeah. I haven't been to a single party the whole year yet to be quite frank. And like, <laughs> you know, like last night all my buddies were out cause like ECU played uh app state and it's like a big deal. And everyone was out at the football game and I was up till 3am writing my newsletter. So it's, like, <laughs> it's just like, it, it's hard to be honest now to, to um, like, find as, as many friends here at school just because everyone is just caught up in, you know, enjoying college, which is great. Like I understand like there's trade-offs to everything, right? Like I'm giving up my social yes. life, which everybody else yep. is enjoying. And I did that in my twenties, brother. I gave up all of my social life in my twenties. I, I get it. Yeah. And like, um, you're, you're like me, I think like you find something and you just become completely obsessed with it. Right. And so yeah. like, I'm very similar in terms of like, I find something I go completely like, you know, down the rabbit hole and just, you know, want to understand everything about it. And so that's kind of how I feel about Bitcoin. And um, it's just like with, you know, with that in tandem with some of the, what I've been hearing anecdotally and, and paired with, you know, some of the data that I'm looking at, I think we're setting up for a really exciting remainder of the year. Um, and yeah, so, bro. yeah, I, th- I think like we were talking about <laughs> been a, a bit busy lately. I think I'm going to be even busier towards the end of the year. So that's why I'm, I'm pairing it as I'm just taking a semester off because at least I think, you know, uh, you know, keep telling yourself that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at, at least just for, for the remainder of the, of, of the main part of this, this bowl cycle. Um, and, and yeah. you know, may, maybe I'll go back to school in the bear market. We'll see. So I had a decision to make when I was younger. So 26 years old, uh, I think 25, 26, it was, uh, I was running, uh, an internet company that was growing and there was people that wanted to buy it. And I had cash offers for millions of dollars. And then I had a stock offer to sell. And I went back to my parents and I said, I think I'm taking the stock offer. My dad's like, what are you crazy? You know, take the cash. And I was just thinking to myself, well, 
And these are decisions you have to make, right? And these decisions, you're making a decision earlier in your career and your life right now that will impact and reflect the rest of your life, actually, right? That's why I wanted to bring you on because it's a big decision in your life, I think, you know? And so for me, I made a decision to not take the cash. I took the stock deal. I took the stock deal because the guys that were running that company, I thought I could learn a lot from and I could build my network within them. If I take the cash, they didn't want me in the company. They just like buy the thing and it was done. I sold a previous company, which was a dating site, done cash. They didn't care about me. They wanted the thing. Same thing happened in this one. It was a video sharing site. These guys mostly just wanted to buy my asset. They didn't want me. But the guy that was running the company, Aaron Cohen, and his partner, Lou Kerner, Lou had started .TV, sold it for $100 million. Aaron Cohen started the first social network in 1996. And I'm like, I got to be surrounded by these guys. You learn through osmosis, right? Like, And, and you're going to learn through osmosis with Blockware, right? You're going to learn from the people in the industry, the people at that company. You're probably going to be teaching most of the people at that company a lot of things, but you're going to learn from them as well on the business side of things and all that. And then you're building a network with people like Pomp and others, you know? And so I, I actually think it is probably the right decision that you're making. I just am a little conflicted from like this fiat mindset or whatever that we've had over the years that like, I think part of the, part of a college education is not the education. It's the credentials. That's what you're buying. You're buying the paper. You probably don't need that because of what your offer is and what you're going to make out of that. I'm sure over time and what your career will do for you, you know, and the opportunities that keep coming, but it's a big decision. And I just wanted to bring on the show to really fully understand what your decisioning process was to come to it, you know? Cause well, last time we talked before we went to the hospital, you're like, hey, yeah, I can do both. And then all of a sudden I saw a tweet and I'm like, bro. And then you texted me and I was like, no, 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 we're going on. We're talking about this. I want to know what the fuck just changed. What's going on, bro. Yeah. And I'm really happy for you. I genuinely super fucking happy for you that you got this offer. I'm Thanks really so much, Jay. And like, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, viewers obviously aren't going to know this, but you know, you, you really helped me out and kind of helping me think through some of the stuff and just like being there for me. So I really appreciate that, yeah. man. Um, yeah, like I, I think you, you have to think about like the opportunity cost, right. And if, if I don't, I feel like in my mind, if I don't take this opportunity now, it's, you know, it's like right on a platter or it's like, you know, it's a slow pitch right down the middle. And it's like, I got, I got to take the, you know, I got to swing, you know? Um, and, and that, that, I mean, that, that's really what, what my thought process is at the end of the day. Um, and like you said, you know, working with some of these guys, I think Blockware has a great team. Um, you know, just learning how to, uh, you know, just business in general, learning the mining business, which I think is, uh, you know, in, still in pretty early innings because Bitcoin's still in early innings. Um, and then also, yeah. you know, be, like learning how to bootstrap. Well, but just, just be clear, because not everybody knows what Blockware is and what they do for Blockware's sake and your own because you're part of the company. Why don't you tell people what, what tells a little bit about Blockware and how they're different as a mining company so people can understand what they do? Yeah, sure. So Blockware is, um, you know, they, they do a lot of different things with mining. Um, so they're pretty much vertically integrated. So, you know, they, they do hosting, um, they actually sell miners, right? And they also provide consulting, all these different kinds of things around mining. Um, and so, you know, I think they're, they're kind of carving themselves out in terms of, um, you know, being, being a big player in the mining scene. You know, I think there's some other names, obviously, like Compass out there in terms of hosting. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think wh where they kind of brought me in is they're trying to pivot to become like kind of a leader in market intelligence as well. Uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, mining is mining. It's hard to really get a competitive advantage in terms of like the actual operations of your business. Mm -hmm. And so like part of it is, you know, making, making clients feel comfortable with, you know, who, you know, who they're, who they're giving capital to. And so, you know, if, if Blockware can say, Hey, look, we're really knowledgeable about the market. Um, and, you know, here's some work that we're putting out and, and you can feel reassured that, you know, we know what we're doing. Um, you know, I think, I think that can be to an Thought extent. Thought leadership.
That's great. Listen, it was a quick episode. I didn't really want to do a whole episode today. Obviously, you know, you're a friend of mine, I consider you a good friend at this point. Um, and I'm really super happy for you. So I just wanted to say congratulations. Um, you just showed me around the new apartment. I think that's fucking cool, man. Like, and what are you, what are you 20? You're 19, right? Is that yeah, right? 19. I mean, 20 you, you graduated March. a year. You, so you graduated high school a year early. Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, so whenever I tell people that, they think I like did some like crazy smart stuff. Is dude, I graduated high school with like a two point nine GPA, but um, <laughs> my, my last you hacked year, it. It's like a life hack year. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I I just took an extra online class, so I I hadn't taken my uh, my language credits, so I took two German classes, um, and then I just cut my electives out. And part of it was because, to be quite frank, um, my girlfriend was leaving because she had already been planning on on uh, like graduating. Her own. Yeah, um, and so I was like, "Look, if I don't if I don't go with her, she's going to ECU. She's going to leave me in the dust." So I was like, "I got a football player, basketball player is going to suck her right up." That's yeah. it. It's over. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "I got I got to look key like follow her along here." So that that was part of the the initial uh, reasoning. But yeah, I think like it was that was that in itself was one of the best decisions I made because like. To be honest, I, I got in a lot of trouble in high school and like I was just I don't know, I was just like a bad kid in general. Um, but then once once I was on my own and like when I went when I went to school, I didn't know anybody, right? And like Yeah. I'm I'm generally more introverted. So like, you know, I'm not going out to parties all the time and stuff. So I just really was just focused on like I, I kind of was like, okay, you know, what am I actually interested in? Like I have all this free time now and um, you know, I just kind of went down the rabbit hole with business agenda this before I found Bitcoin, but you know, I just found bit, you know, business in general, really interesting and like kind of picked up some good habits and stuff. And um, I don't know. I think, I think that was one of the better decisions that I made uh, in terms of like getting away from the kind of like circle of friends that I was with all the time. Cause like, to be quite frank, like some of my friends back at home are still, I don't know how to word this really nicely, but a little bummy, right? And they're still kind of doing the stuff that they were doing in high school. And so like- Sure, it happens everywhere. It's all over the country, yeah. Not everybody matures at the same rates, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing against them as a knock. They just haven't gotten to where you've gotten to for whatever reason, experiences and insights, intuition, like you said. It could be a lot of reasons why. They may never get there, but you know, you got to keep moving at your pace. You, you can't be held back, bro, you know? You're a rising star, just go. Yeah, thanks. I think like part of it too is like everybody has to realize it internally, right? Like you can tell somebody all day, like, you know, I, I remember I'd always tell my buddies like, oh, you gotta get it together. You know, you gotta, you know, get something going here. And and it's like, you can tell them that all day, but you know, people have to come to that realization themselves. Cause like the motivation is not gonna come from the outside at the end of the day. And like, you know, you're dragging people along, eventually they just become dead weight and you gotta just cut the dead yeah. weight off. But you know, I'm still like friendly with a lot of, a lot of my buddies. Yeah, you love them all. Yeah. They're still your friends. It's just that we're in a different place right now. Like you're in a place that they're probably going to be in five to seven, eight years maybe. And you just happen to get there quicker because of whatever the re a little bit serendipitous going down a rabbit hole, being smart about it and knowing, focusing on something that a lot of people don't know. Right. Like, I think you told me, uh, Willie Wu was the one that you like went through his course and you learned how to do all this stuff. And then you started putting stuff out. You went to Preston and Preston tweeted it. And I, and I talked to Preston about that and he said the same thing. And he's like, I don't know if I helped, but I, when I met him, he had like 50 fucking followers or something. And all of a sudden he had thousands. And it's like, Preston's got the power of the retweet or something, bro. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, part of it too is I, I think like this field is, is still so new. Um, even when you look yeah. like six months ago, I mean, like we have stuff that we didn't even have back then. And then you look like two, three years ago, I mean, the stuff looks like, you know, you almost laugh at it, looking back at it, like some of these like really basic metrics that, that, you know, people were using. 
Uh, but yeah, I can't imagine where the space is going to be in like five years. And so, well, think about it, right? It's a trillion dollar asset class and wall street and the U S I think is like 40 or $50 trillion globally. It's over a hundred trillion dollars for stocks, right? There's tons of analysts all over analyzing and, but they don't have any, they don't have what you have, the capability of the on-chain analysis. They don't even have that. It's like so it's always TA crap and it. Yeah, exactly. You're literally seeing the movement of the coins and the age of the dress, et cetera. Like, like there's, there's so much happening that they can't even do this on wall street and people make a career analyzing stocks. And it's like, what's the valuation? Like, you know, you can go through discounted cash flow analysis, et cetera, but like everybody's got a different interpretation of this stuff. And in the interpretation on the on-chain analysis of what you're doing, and there are a few people that are becoming experts at that at this point, there's going to be lots of them. Hedge fund managers across the globe are going to want to hire you in the future. Like, you know what I mean? You're probably going to be able to raise your own funds in the future for this kind of stuff. Who knows, bro? You, just know, wait, you don't just wait know what's going to be. Just wait till we get like uh, like MIT math PhD. I mean, we're going to get some crazy stuff. And, and you know, I think it's right. But those people are games. going to come to you, and you're going to employ those people that are the quant trader site type of people, or instead, you never know, right? Like, yeah. and I'm not saying that's what it will be. I'm just saying there's there's all kinds of potential. Um, I'm super happy for you. I will say that when I was in the hospital, I had an epiphany afterwards um, that, and, and you already saw it. 19 years old, bro, you're so smart, right? Because I'm 42 years old. It took me 42 years to realize that all the successes that I've had in my career, I'm a little choked up, <clears throat> all the success that I've had in my career was because of everybody around me. And you can take the credit for it and say, I'd made the right decisions. I, I uh, focused on the right things or whatever, but it's, it's the right decisions and choices of the people you're surrounding yourself with. And you're making the right decision to surround yourself with the right people. And that's why I think you're having the success you're having. And so it's on you to make those decisions. And it's on your friends too. If your friends are watching this, they should be making some better decisions like will, you know, but you're making the right decision. In my opinion, it took me a long time to understand that at high school coach used to call it. We will, we had this like sign, we will. And we used to tap it on the way in and out of the locker room. And, uh, to this day, I still have that sign. It's in my gym over here in my basement. And, uh, yeah, it's, I have, I have like a, we will exactly replica of what my coach had. And when I had my company, I had a t-shirt on the back of the shirts that say Yashi on the front and the back and said, we will, it was a mantra I lived by for a long time, but I really never honed in and realized what it really was brother. And it really is about the people around you. I always assumed if we were just a team and working hard together. Yeah, that's true. But you're nothing without that team, right? Sure. So don't take the credit, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like along the way, just keep yourself humble. You're super humble. That's what the most, the number one thing I love about you is you're super humble keep the humility, have enough of a pride and ego to be able to make the right decisions like you've done. And you're killing it, brother. So I just want to bring you on and just honor you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Like, you know, being around guys, like, you know, I mean, it's crazy just thinking about it. Like without, without Twitter, I never would be able to get in touch with people. I mean, like not to kiss your ass, but like, you know, you're a very successful guy and being able to get in touch with you guys like Jason, uh, Mike Alfred, who's another guy who's, who's uh, helped me a lot. Um, you know, Preston, all these people, like it, it's crazy Pomp. that I can, yeah, Pomp. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Pomp. Uh, <laughs> He's I can, probably done the most for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just like, it's just a given in my mind. So that's the same all time. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, like, you know, these people, I would never be able to get access to them, you know, without Twitter. And it's yeah. just like, I'm so grateful to be able to do so. And it's like, as long as I continue to, to be the dumbest person in my friend circle, I, I think I'll probably end up all right. Cause I'm just going to like soak everything up from, from the, from you guys.
Keep yourself humble and have gratitude and keep making the right choices. Really simple. And I think you are. One thing I will say, I brought these, I was wearing these, I was talking to Jason outside. I was going to ask you about those. So I was late. Yeah. Yeah. These are called pit vipers. Okay. You're in the fucking club. Get yourself a pair of pit vipers. I want to see some pit vipers on your profile. Okay, man. Get yourself a pair of these pit. Look, these are badass pit vipers right here. You got to get yourself a pair. There's like wings on the side. Yeah. They're so cool. It's like blue blockers. Remember when the old people have them, but they're like this dope as shit, man. Look at this. And by the way, why isn't Pit Viper giving me free fucking Pit Vipers? Why do I got to buy this shit? I keep getting, you know how many people in Clubhouse are wearing Pit Vipers because of me and Jason? You have no fucking idea, bro. It's like hundreds of people are buying these things. Now, who, who started like, the wave? Are sales going up? Your sales are going up because of me and Jason Williams, motherfucker. Give me some free Pit Vipers. <laughs> <laughs> Will Clemente is going to start wearing them too. And he's got like 200,000 followers. So cut the shit. <laughs> yeah, pit, no, vi- pit Vipers are the new wave. Who, who started it? Was, it? was it Jason? Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jason, okay. for sure. Yeah, I saw Jason. Hoddle with them too. Yeah, Hoddle, no, yeah, everybody's wearing them now, right? Because the thing was, Jason was wearing them, right? And then I said, well, I used to have Oakleys that look very similar to this. They were a little different. They kind of wrapped like this, though, where you have the single lens. With, you know, you don't see the break, right? I used, to have, I used to wear Oakleys. I have a boat, jet ski, whatever, outside. I always wear them outside. And I liked it because I, like I don't like getting sun hitting you in the eye on the sides. You see this, this yeah. stuff here, right? So my old um, Oakleys used to wrap like that. I forget the style it was, right? I'm going to like whatever. But um, Jason had a pair on, and uh, we're on a Zoom call, and I was like, what are those? And he's like, oh, they're pit vipers. I'm like, they're what? Because they didn't hear what he said. And I type it in. The website looks like 1995 Windows. It's so cool. It's like it's retro. Everything about it's like retro. Randy Macho Man Savage used to wear these when I was a kid in WWF. Different style, but they were like the orange glare. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> remember Randy Macho Man? Right? So I was like, this is kind of cool. So I bought like 15 pairs or some shit like that. I was like, do, 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 do on the website. They come to my house. I wear different ones, the beach, this, that. Everybody around me that I know locally has been wearing these damn things. Um, I just, so Jason was wearing, I started wearing them. I put in my profile picture on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse all day, as you know, right? And everybody wasn't saying anything, right? Then one day somebody tried to troll me. They're like, oh, what are you simping, Jason? You're wearing the pit vipers? I'm like, bro, I don't care that he wore them first. They're fucking dope as fuck. I like them. You could say I simp them or not. I, I think it's fucking dope. I'm not simping Jason, but whatever you you know. When I got when I said that, as soon as I say that, like the next day, someone comes like, you know what? I'm buying a pair of pit vipers, and then another guy, another guy, another girl, a girl, a guy. And before you know it, everybody's fucking wearing pit vipers. I'm like, what is happening, bro? I think everybody wanted to wear it, but they were afraid they look like a simp, you know. And I was like, guys, who gives a fuck what anybody thinks? There's two things about me you're gonna find out. You can't cancel me, <laughs> okay? Because I'm not cancelable, and. I don't give a fuck about what you think. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I know you, you got to hop. You got a four o'clock. Yeah, I, dude, whatever, right? I, I got to hop and you got to hop. So I just want to say thank you. Good luck and congratulations. And uh, just wanted to share your story, man. Thanks, Jack. Have a good weekend and I hope you continue. All right. Better, man. See ya. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. Man.